Number one, you have to do your own thinking. The number one question you're going to have to ask yourself is, if you're going to do your own thinking and give up, this means giving up all beliefs. And I've been taught to believe various things. And I've accepted more or less wholeheartedly. Uh, uh, I said, I'm going to have to give up all those things. I've got to start absolutely to be experienced. Experiential base. It's kind of strange to have a guy sitting here with a bottle in front of him. Well, I'd rather have a bottle in front of me than a frontal lobotomy. In your high school, about the strongest drug that you'll find used there is pimple cream. Boys maintain that reality is for people who can't face drugs. I see humans around the world having one very, very important function. They're, they're, you cannot have mass production unless you have mass consumption. The more consumers, the bigger your undertaking. As we really come to automation, which can really do the physical work, people become, don't have any, any significance whatsoever anymore as muscle or automatons, muscle machines. They have only significance as consumers. Whoever has the most customers is going to win in the great industrial battles. This is very important. China, we lost enormous numbers of customers when we lost China's friend. Uh, whoever's going to get India and, and Africa and and South America be the patrons of their industrialization, needs them for as consumers, not as producers. They don't have to pay for anything. They pay for it, pay by just being there as regenerative consumers. This poor fellow isn't sharp. He's weary and confused. He doesn't care about us, and he probably doesn't know what he's talking, 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 talking about. And you, you are puzzled. Nihilism is to be understood here not as a philosophical doctrine that there are no rational grounds for legitimate standards or authority. It is far more the lived experience of coping with life of horrifying meaningless, hopelessness, and most importantly, lovelessness. The frightening result is a a numbing detachment from others and a self-destructive disposition towards the world. Life without meaning, hope, and love breeds a cold-hearted, mean-spirited outlook that destroys both the individuals and others. Um, That is a little bit from Race Matters by Dr. Cornell West, and he theorizes or says that the number one um, issue in the black community is the nihilism or the nihilistic threat that things cannot get better. And I would like to say now that that threat has engulfed the white or is slowly engulfing the white community because of how shitty things are getting. Uh, You know, gas prices are at an all-time high, and I still believe... That is Prowse gouging from corporations. Still, I believe that inflation is more or less the Prowse gouging of corporations. If they see an opportunity to make money, you know they will. It's as simple as that. All right. Um... And with the nihilistic threat happening, um, 
I'm sure we've all got shook to our core by the, I would say, the troubling, the startling, the absolute horrifying events that happened about a week ago when Johnny Depp won his case against Amber Heard. That is the most horrifying act of violence that has ever happened to a woman in my lifetime. That now women have to be feared that they will no longer be taken serious when they recount their acts of not only physical but mental abuse, psychological torture. But really though, I think school shooters, they should, they should, this is what the military should do. We all know the military has been having a hard time getting recruits. That's why they're pushing for pro-LGBT and all that stuff, which is great. I mean, hey, if you want to go murder people, go right ahead, no matter who you are, no matter what you identify, no matter what your sexual orientation or your sexual preferences. If you want to go murder people, have at it. You know, have at it. That's what the military is here for. Civilians, fuck them, you know. If you want to turn people into human hamburger meat, go right ahead. Fuck it. Um, I think that the military and the intelligence agencies clearly have this. And, you know, we're constantly, we were in a surveillance state. Um, what they need to do is they need to, which I'm sure they're still doing MK Ultra to this day. I mean, it's quite funny how um, people think the government and the intelligence agencies stop these things when, in fact, they really don't. They, they only tell you about it so that you kind of dismiss and become numb to the idea that it's still going on. I mean, Charles Manson got out of prison again and again and again and again, and I think it's fair to say that most people know he was part of MK Ultra, as well. also along with the Unabomber. And if you hear his manifesto or read it, a lot of things turned out the way he said they were, and probably because he was MK Ultra, Ultra, and he knew what they were going towards—a slow and steady burn. Um, so my point is that these intelligence agencies, instead of um, letting things happen, because truly what happened was they let it happen. I mean, the cops, we all know the cops waited an hour, I heard 75 minutes, to go in. And by that time, there was numerous deaths. I mean, what, what was it, 19 kids? Um, I don't want to look up the statistics. It's bad. Um, I heard that a cop may have shot somebody, and that's why they don't want journalists to really do investigations. And, I mean, I'm not going to... It might sound like I'm being conspiratorial in this podcast, but it's it's clear as day, and it's not a conspiracy to say the cops didn't protect and serve. I mean, I can't imagine what the parents went through. I can't, I can't imagine... I can't because I'm not a parent, so I can't ima- I can't put myself in a, in a place um, like that. And I assume that any of those parents would much rather have taken a bullet than their child. 
and it's not great that you know an adult would have died but i'm sure they would have much rather sacrificed themselves and let their child die i mean you had that one mother that ran in there and was saying that there was no cops to be found and she was hearing gunshots and they arrested her i mean i guess not arrested but you know detained her they put her in handcuffs um i think in a weird way it might be the karma um i think most people believe in karma as a sense of you get you know bad things happen and then if you do bad the bad eventually karma will come and correct and bad things happen to you good deeds bah, bah, bah. um maybe this is a weird version of our nation's karma of murdering people throughout the world um in that not necessarily that we're going to somebody's going to attack us but we're attacking ourselves they're turning our uh the weird karma is that our children are turning against one another and murdering them although i do have to say people are dying every day in the streets and silence um that i'm not i'm not trying to insinuate anything it's just people are dying all the time um oh yeah back to the big issue of amber heard and johnny depp that's right that's right. that's what we're here for folks we're here to cover a story of two rich celebrity assholes that are still going to walk away and be rich and that's a little more important um than children that were gunned down uh it's quite funny what was i saying yes 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 the intelligence agencies need to find these school shooters at a at a at an age because they're psychologically disturbed i mean the man the the child the kid the adult wasn't he 18 was posting about um shooting his grandmother in the face and then he did it uh he's wasn't he posting other bizarre things online now they should and i'm sure they're able to um I'm not pro any any more surveillance and what's actually happening, but I assume they're able to do this, and they need to uh, quickly uh, maybe just be like, "Hey, you want to go kill people for the United States government and get paid for it instead of killing civilians?" Hey, well, our civilians. Um, hey psychopathic six-year-old i mean i i think it was i think i've seen somewhere that a uh, uh, a child fucking like robbed the gas station for like sour patch kids or something i mean this is the downfall of america it really is um everything is more expensive than it ever has been the wage is not going up either um you know the whole idea that if the price goes up if we pay more than the price goes up well what's happening now oh well you know all the money that they gave away actually you know to get out of the great depression fdr did something similar instead of putting the money into the corporations he put the money into the people and you know what happens when you give money people 
they spend it. And guess what? When you spend money, the economy gets better. It's quite simple. In fact, people that like to um, denounce the situation at hand and um, think that capitalism is so great, isn't the main point of capitalism supply and demand that if if the demand is something and the supply is low, the price goes up? Well, the demand for labor is high and the price is low so in order to um, meet the demand, the price should rise up, but it doesn't. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny how the whole idea of capitalism doesn't apply to people? It, it, it applies to products and more of... Uh, um, what's, what's the word I'm thinking? I don't know. I don't know. Or here's another, here's another idea to help school shooters. Now, we all know pedophiles aren't great. And I'm not saying put pedophiles in schools, but you know, if there's nobody that loves children more than pedophiles and a lot of people are always like only good pedophiles, a dead pedophile. So, what if we just arm pedophiles and send them in? Does that sound okay? And then you wrangle them up. You wrangle them up. You have body cams on them. You know, the worst they're going to do is like the cops and shut them off. Um, <laughs> and you send them in. And then if they get shot, no harm done. Right, fellas? Right, lads and ladies. If a pedophile gets shot, no harm done. But if they save the precious kids, you know what happens to them? They just get put back in jail. It's it's like the suicide squad. We need a suicide squad of pedophiles to defend the... <laughs> we need a suicide squad of pedophiles to... to uh, this is comedy, folks. Uh, we need a suicide squad of pedophiles to to uh, protect, to defend against school shooters. When there's a school shooters, you get the most, the, the most, I don't even know how to describe them, but you just call in the squad and the squad shows up and they, you know, you're like, no lollipops. No lollipops. Or, you know, here's the thing. You, the double standard with pedophiles about, you know, if it's a, if it's a man, it's gross. If it's a woman, hell yeah. What if... It's, uh, you know how in a lot of action movies or a lot of teams, there's always like the one chick or the two chicks, you know how in like Power Rangers, it was like, what, four dudes and two chicks or three dudes and two chicks. What if it's like, similar like that, except for it's like mostly female pedophiles. And then you just get the, the, the two creepos, right? How about we have that? It's like, it's like the Power Ranger esque situation where there's like one, two tops. So you get. A pedophile power. You get the power, powerful pedophile rangers, um, and they go in and they, you know, they get the job done. They they do what needs to be done because clearly the cops can't handle it. The cops won't handle it. And in fact, maybe a cop shot a kid. And I'm not saying that it's an inside job. And I'm not saying it didn't happen. But there's a lot of weird things that are happening 
and the cops aren't helping the situation. We all know that. The, the, the parents need to know what's happening. The, the timeline doesn't make sense. Um, but I'm not trying to say anything besides the simple fact that children died, the cops didn't do anything, they, they let a massacre happen, and if the parents, mo- <laughs> the parents would have went in there and fucking shot the kid, um, and maybe pedophiles, an elite squad of powerful Power Ranger-esque suicide squad pedophiles should be armed and combative to the, the growing threat of school shooters. Um, is that wrong? Is that wrong? This is comedy, folks. Calm down. We're just having a laugh. We're having a goof. Um, TikTok comedy bits are fucking pissing me off. I see it's one thing to mouth, I mean, karaoke, but then to me, it's like, as a comedy fan and somebody who has tried open mic stand-up, um, Nothing worse in the community is a joke thief. And I get how um, these doing this is giving comedians, you know, they're like, oh, whose bit is this? And then they see and they get popular. I mean, I think, was it Dalia got really popular on Vine? I think it was. Um, so, I mean... It's not it's not necessarily a bad thing, but I think it's cringe. It's it's I and I I've said it in the past. The the way people are getting entertained is like divulging dev, devolving into I don't know what. You know, you have karaoke, you have lip sync, you have like like it's there's like a new thing in this course Ken Jong where it's just like do you think they can sing? And they just like lip sync to maybe them singing or somebody else. Do you, do they think they can sing? Or it's like, do you remember the lyrics? And I, I remember watching that uh, a while ago. And it's like, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's happening. I don't watch network TV. I, I, in fact, I mostly just watch the same shit again and again because, uh, it's, it's less of a, I already know what's being said, okay? I don't need another update. I mean, everything has a slight twist of propaganda into it. Even if the creators aren't being pushed to insert something in it, um, every person, including myself, has their own morals and ideas and opinions on the world and they put it in their product. Now this, I could easily be called maybe right wing. I could easily be called fucking maybe crazy left wing. I could easily be called conspiratorial. Um, at the end of the day, say whatever you want, okay? Um, but I don't care. I don't care... Because I see what you people like, and it's sickening. You know, I haven't even watched Kenobi yet. I used to be a really big Star Wars fan. In fact, um, Banana 101, uh, a local radio station, 
when uh, what was it oh five oh six when Revenge of the Sith came out. I was in fifth grade. I came back from a soccer. It was a soccer game, and I heard we heard over the radio station that they were having a um a little uh competition, more or less of what who is the biggest Star Wars fan in the area will give you tickets for the midnight release. Now I would have won it. We went home, fucking car, car trunk full of everything I had, motherfucker. Everything I had, motherfucker. Um, I lost only because I was like, whatever you are when you're in fifth grade, we'll say twelve. Um, and the guy that I went up against was like a, a probably high schooler dork. You know, he had his shit in boxed and. You know, I'm sure they were like, dude, you're you got all your shit in box. Here's the fucking kid. And I'm sure they were gonna give it to me because I was a kid and this is Star Wars is more for kids, even though everyone of different ages love it. I mean, the first one came out and I do believe seventy seven, so you know, it's it's for old people as well. You know, they my dad born in sixty four, he's seen it when he was what, thirteen? And I'm sure it blew his fucking mind away. Um when did uh, Revenge of uh, whatever the, the other one came out in like 82 and 84 81 and 84 something like that um, yeah so, uh, somewhere in there so by that time like when the last one came out my dad was 20 right and by that time he already had a daughter and you know responsibilities um, but anyways where was I going where was I going with this oh yes I don't watch a lot of things that are new because I just don't want to put myself through um, an endless onslaught of, uh, like I said, propaganda. But you can say it's not. But at the end of the day, it, it, there's some in there. Um, you say you tell that to people, and they don't they don't believe you. They don't understand you. I don't want to watch Euphoria. I don't care. I don't want to see um, adults that are playing high schoolers have sex. I'm grown. I don't want to see hot. I don't know how old they are. We'll say 17 because you could be like, well, they're 17. They're practically 18. I don't want to see that. Okay. Is that awkward and weird to say that I don't want to see hot young teenagers have sex? Maybe that's just weird. Maybe that's just bizarre. I don't care how good it is. I've heard about it. I've heard it's great. But I've also heard that they had a weird thing where it's like it's like seven it's like a dude selling like eighteen oxycontins and he's and he's in a mansion or some shit like that. That's not how that's not drug dealing. That's not how that's not what that's not what happens. You gotta sell a lot more. You gotta sell way more than that. What what's what else have I had in my phone? That I haven't discussed. Um, oh yeah, I finished Love on the Spectrum, the American version. Not as good. Not as good as the original Australian version. I can't remember. Let me let me look up. Uh, let me quick do a quick little Google. I'm gonna pause this and uh, figure out who I enjoyed. Okay, so we had Danny Brown. Danny, I didn't fucking particularly like her. She did my boy Solomon wrong. Um, he was weird. Uh, she, she, like, I don't know something about like 
like really precise hand movements. James, the motherfucker was a sword. At first, when I seen that one chick, I was like, oh, hell no. They're doing him wrong. They're, they're fucking my boy James up because I thought who uh, he was going out with was a transvestite, a trans. Um, no. She wasn't. And I was like, oh, damn, good for him. I hope he finds love. Abby, that bitch was a little annoying, though. The bitch with the lions. I'm a mermaid. I I found out I really love mermaids. Um, um, I think every person that is in love with Disney as an adult has to be some... They're definitely on the spectrum. That's all I'm going to say. There's, they're on the spectrum somewhere. I don't know where. I don't know where they fall at. But Disney adults, mark my words, Disney adults definitely fall on the spectrum. The uh, Kaylin, you know, she just seemed kind of, she just seemed like she had like OCD or whatever. You know, oh, I got to make lists. Um, she seemed relatively normal. Uh, what? Then they got like the fucking brothers and shit. No, where is my dude, my man Steve? I don't give a fuck about the goddamn dog Clementine. Get the fuck out of here. Meet the cast of Squire. Danny, you're a fucking bitch. Abby, Steve, my man, dude, I fucking love Steve. If the one, if Steve out of anyone, he, he was such a sweetheart. What was the person... Steve went out with Steve Love on her Spectrum uh, date. Let's see if we can figure out who did he go on a date with. Um, her name was like a dude or something. She, she she had a weird name, and I ended up googling it, and it was like a vaginal disease. I was like, no, dude, you cannot, you cannot go out with a a, a vaginal diseased named woman, Steve. You're too good for that. Vaginal discharge name. What is a vaginal discharge called? What? Go back, look, uh, watch the episode where he goes on the date with the 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 the. I would say she's some sort of Asian, and I mean Asian in the sense of maybe like Middle Eastern. Maybe it's fucked up. Um. What did I say? And they were like, no, it's not. Oh, yeah. I called like uh, a Native American and Indian. And they were like, they're not. That's funny. You're still calling somebody that's that was from that's Native American that they're they eat curry. And no, they didn't. They were like, that's kind of funny. That uh, people still call Native Americans Indians. Huh. That's funny because uh, they're not from India. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's actually quite funny because I call Indians Asians. They're in the continent Asia, right? Is that wrong? Is that not correct? Is India not in Asia? So are they not Asian? Correct me if I'm wrong. And if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. Um, Sabud, Sabud or Sabud, whatever his name is, that shit was so, um, he got him not himself a nice down syndrome girl. That was, that was great. So like Steve was my favorite just because he was old and he was, he was such a sweet fucking heart and I loved him. And then my next was Sabud and then James, uh, 
As far as, was there another dude? Oh, as far as the girls went, I was so happy for Abby to get whatever his name was. And we didn't really get with, uh, and then honestly, Danny was the worst and, uh, and Kaylin or whatever was kind of like hit and miss. But, uh, yeah. That one dude did her wrong, probably because he was just like, oh, this bitch is retarded. Um, so, yeah, the the they needed, they really should have, oh, I want a crossover. I want a crossover of the Australian and American version. And it's like pretty much just like Michael. I, I honestly, I want like a weird cast reunion, but it's like Michael is the spokesperson for them all. Um for the American, like they, the Americans have a meetup and then Michael's there and he's just like running shit because Michael in the Australian version was the motherfucker. He was the top dog. He was the coolest one. Um, yeah. If he was a character on Mario Kart, he'd be Roy and Roy is the best because everybody knows Roy crushes pussy he has DUIs, he has a suspended license, and he's not stopping the carding. He's is a goddamn monster. Okay? <laughs> Nothing stops Roy. Alright. What's next? What's next? Uh I think I've already talked about and I stumbled upon it again, which was uh black people reacting to white songs. That's just the the um it's, it, every time it pops up into my into my um uh, what the hell is the term um I guess sphere of YouTube it it baffles me um and I get it why there's a couple and they're very popular and hey make money dude make make white older white people happy that younger ish. Black people think it's cool and hip. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think I've talked about that before. Did I ever say how I want to get the axis of evil of dogs? So I want like a a German Shepherd, like a is it is a Shibu Inu or whatever? Not the currency. The dog is that is that Japanese? And then I want like a, a who who was who was part of the Axis of evil. Axis of evil. Oh, good. Googly moogly. Um, no, of World War II, not fucking... Get out of here, George Bush, you son of a bitch. Um, Japan and Italy. So, Italian dogs, Italy dogs. What type of Italy dogs are there? Ugh. Bolognese. I, they got a sauce and a dog named Bolognese. Sure, fuck it. So I want to get I want to get the axis of evil of dogs, and I want to get a sign that says, "Warning: Houses protected by the axis of evil dogs." That doesn't sound that good. Warning: This house is protected by the axis of evil, and then in print in like quotations or parentheses or whatever those things are called. Um, then it might list like German Shepherd, fucking Bolognese, Shiba Inu, or it might just say uh, maybe warning, um, 
house protected by dogs, dogs of the axis of evil, something like that. That sounds good, doesn't it? And it's Pride Month. It's Pride Month, and as usual, corporations come out and they act like they care because it's hip to care. It's hip to put on a facade, a one-month facade. It's funny. Every year that has been going on, people are still like, oh, my God, can you believe Raytheon is now putting the trans flags <laughs> on all the bombs they drop on Middle Easterns. We're, we're bringing trans, um, trans, uh, um, I'm drawing a blank here, people. I had no coffee today. Um, we're bringing trans awareness to the Middle Eastern in the form of murder. Remember when we had to reinvade Afghanistan for women's rights? And it's like, what, is oh, the only good Afghanistan woman is a dead Afghanistan woman? <laughs> but, yes. So Raytheon, Halliburton are now painting pro-LGBTQ flags on all their missiles that they're launching into the mud huts of civilians. <laughs> uh, and with that, I want to leave you and end with a song. It's that time again It's that time again When corporations put a rainbow flag on their logo It's that time again It's that time again When corporations put a rainbow flag on their logo me understand won't you help 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 me understand It's that time again It's that time again It's that time again
Oh, you 